Previously on Armor Up 613. This episode, we wanted to, um, with it being the new year and people having resolutions, whether it be resolution to lose weight, which is what I'm doing. Last week was a fail. So we can, I can write down whatever it is, but we've got to have a plan to get there. That takes discipline. And so uh, we want to kick out the idea, you know, talking about some daily disciplines that will help strengthen our walk with God and keep us closer to God. And uh, as we go into this new year. Before we can talk about disciplines, we have to talk about what we value so we know how to be disciplined enough to execute to get that game plan. The challenge was to write down, you know, four or five things that you consider the highest value to you. Like, what is your values? The next part of it was once you've defined what those four things is, is to examine every part of your life and and look at how how much of your life is devoted to accomplishing or or becoming or or embodying those values. And for I would assume for most of us. There's a lot going on in our life that has nothing to do with the things that we value the most. Yeah. So what, let's let's do that. So just off the cuff. So what what is what is your number one value? As far as opening up and sharing our weaknesses or our failures, not only is it helpful for us because that's that's how you fight directly against shame and condemnation. Absolutely. But also, you give the people that you open up to a chance, an opportunity to be used by God in a way that it's going to strengthen them. What you spend your time and your money and your energy and and the amount of brain power you're thinking, how much of it aligns with those things that that we said. And that's usually where it's some, you're like, ah, okay. If you're honest and you you really look at sometimes you might be spending a lot more time working on something that's really not yeah going with what you said was your value. And I feel like we serve the God of busyness right. to where we are constantly busy, but we're not busy doing the things that we value the most. If we're not disciplined with the 24 hours, we're not going to be disciplined with that extra hour that we would you know, get hypothetically. So, um, I I feel like that we just stay busy at things that we're not supposed to be busy at and just piggybacking off of you, Aaron. Uh, I totally get where you're coming from because a lot of times you think, man, I'm just doing all these things being pulled in so many different directions. Mm -hmm. And you look back and you go, I'm not really doing the things that I feel like God's called me to do. And it causes you to be frustrated. Absolutely. Because you can't, you, you feel like you're on that hamster wheel. Yeah, you know, you're you're spending. I'll just speak for myself. Like it is easy for me. My mind can go in like fifty thousand different directions, and my mind just goes a thousand miles an hour. And you know, I'm I'm just trying to do. Well, the the saying that you got too many irons in the fire, right? Whatever. And and most of the time, it's stuff that really it it doesn't matter, right? And God's like, hey man, put that aside. This, this doesn't line up with what I'm really trying to get you to do. So as far as setting goals, I, I would encourage people listening to this to do this, is, is to not just think about these things, not just think about what are my top core values and, and how to, you know, but I would, I would take it one step further and actually get you a piece of paper or a notebook or a journal or whatever and, and actually write those things down because there's, there's something about 
there's something more uh, deliberate about you actually writing it down. Because, like, we think about stuff all the time. But if you write it down, it's like it, it, it becomes real then. Because I know that's how it is for me. Like, I'm not much of a journal. I wish I was more of a journal journaler. Is that a word? Journaler? Yeah. One who journals? Um, <clears throat> I'm not really good at that. I love to write, but it's... And maybe that's part of my life where I'm so spread out. And if I could consolidate down to the things that really matter, that'd be one of the my more higher priorities. But there, there is something that, you know, I would encourage everybody to write down your core values in one column and then the next column, write what you spend your time doing and see, see you know, where you can improve. So <clears throat> while you were talking about that, I, I realized I have my notebook where um, I think it was December 31st. I sat out on my back deck and um, for the dear first time. Diary. Dear diary. Dear <laughs> diary. Well, you know what I did is I took <clears throat> I took some time for reflection because I'm, I'm I wanted, good enough. I'm smart enough. <laughs> and doggone dog it, it, people like me. <laughs> I wanted to reflect on 2018, and I, I I created a highlight list, you know, because I wanted to I wanted to see where I come from, like what what successes did I have, but then also I broke down um, my 2019 goals, and I broke them down into I think four categories: spiritual family, um, health, that's physically and mentally, and then my career and then financial goals. And I'll just be accountable right now and I'll share my spiritual goals. Is that cool? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. So spiritually, these are my goals for 2019. Number one is to complete the armor up Bible study in small group. Uh, then number two is grow into God's giftings. Number three is be a student of the word of God. Number four is to be a better speaker and a teacher. Number five is develop a consistent prayer life. Uh, Then understand and develop my calling. My next one is mentor somebody and create a disciple of Christ. And then continue to be mentored and discipled by my mentors. And then the last one was to go on a missions trip. That's cool. Yeah. So that's, that's what I, those are my goals spiritually for 2019. This just, this just came to me. Um, and I guess I took it for granted cause we're all super spiritual men, you know, and, but when you come up with your top core values, they should align with God's word and God, you know, th- there should be prayer involved because sometimes we think we know what's important or what we should be spending our time in, even if it's something that sounds worth worthwhile and, and God may have a different plan. <laughs> he may have something that he would rather us be our top thing and so i would encourage you know definitely it should be something that your top value should be in you but i would also make sure that you you feel like you you've done what you need to do and that those those values are aligned with god's word and his plan for your life and this is the thing you're going to have to tell people no when you're being pulled away from your values and that's right. very hard because a lot of men are people pleasers and we want to make sure we're pleasing everybody and we have yeah, that. we're heroes too. Yeah, exactly. So we want to make sure we have that status. And so a lot of times to tell people no is very hard for us. Yeah. But men, you have got to be willing to say no in order to say yes to the values that you want to create within if, your life. If you're a man and you, you feel completely worn out, burnt out, stressed out, that's a good indicator that things are not lining, uh, up. lining up. Because I will say once saying no is difficult at first – 
But once you once you get those values aligned, you get those values, and you know what what it is that you're supposed to be doing. There's almost a peace that God will give you to the point where it's really not that hard. It's not as hard as you would think to walk away from things that you're not supposed to be doing. Because first of all, you don't feel the tie to it. You don't feel the need to do it because you're being fulfilled by doing what God has called you to do. Because when you're in when you're in God's will, there's a fulfillment there. There's a rest. There's an energy. There's and, a passion. And, about yeah. There's there's things that you get that you get the exact opposite when you're doing when you're striving after things that's not what God wants you to be doing. That's when you you feel like you know just completely wore down, mentally spent. You, you, you're trying to like drum up passion for something because you feel like you're supposed to, you know, this is important. I should be excited about it, but you're not. And you're forcing yourself to do things. It's like you, you have a duty that you must do. Yeah. I must accomplish this. And even working in the church, sometimes we feel a duty to, you know, do the things that we, we want to, we want to, you know, if I don't do it, it it's not going to get done. If you say duty one more time, I'm going to laugh. Duty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a men's podcast, you know. We <laughs> on to point number two. No, <laughs> no, but what you were saying is so true. Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack you there. No, because... but I, I feel like this has kind of been my journey over the last year. Yeah, is is last summer. I kind of I had a somebody just asked me a, a question. You had an epiphany, and it and it really did change. It sounds dramatic, but it changed my life. Somebody asked me what what my gift was. <laughs> and, you know, I started listing talents and things, and he's like, no, 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 no. What has God gifted you to do for right now? And and I just stopped, and I was like, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. And so we talked more, and then I started praying about it. And through that, I really feel like I feel now that I'm comfortable with what God has called me to do. And it's it's given me the ability to say no to things and to walk away from things or to, to change where I'm putting my time and, yeah. and I don't, I don't feel guilty like I thought I would, mm-hmm. you know, and I, it's not to say that things don't change, but, but like from where, for where I am right now, I've, I feel like I have a confidence in what God is calling me to do. And, and that's, it, it gives me a lot more peace. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> over the last year, like I've, I've truly noticed now you I talking to Kim, I was like, man, you can, there's something different about Aaron is like you, now that you have laid those things aside and like now you sharing that, it makes sense to see like how you are truly like laser focused on, on what God has called you to do in this season of your life. And now the fruits of that labor like are starting to really show, right? It, it's showing in, like you were sharing with Oliver, joining in with, um, you know, the Bible studies and, and just seeing that passion that dad has for Christ and that dad has to teach the word and that what what dad has to uh, reach his neighbors and, and who come from a totally different culture. Like, man, that's that's inspired, been inspiring for me. I know. Right. Yeah. And you can just tell, like, the level of your teaching and like when, when you're pouring out into to our um, young adults and when you're teaching into the church, like it's like a different level because now all the things that I'm not going to say they don't matter, but the things that you do out of obligation are stripped away. And now you're focusing on what God called you to do. You see like just a different intensity and a different passion. And you, and you're confident in who you are. You're not, you're no longer trying like, 
people pleasing is something everyone is going to deal with, no matter how close to God or how, you know, all that. It's still, you you care enough about people and and especially everyone has enough pride that what, what other people think about us is always a part, but it's, it becomes less of a motivator. I think once you, once you zone in on what God has for you to do today. I think it'd be important. You, you, you asked somebody asked you a question that changed that changed your life it changed you, you the way you minister now right they asked you you know what is it that what what, what was the question what is god's gift for you right now what has yeah, god gifted you what has god gifted you to do so, or something like that yeah so 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 guys listen to this podcast take take time that that's a very powerful question it ta- it makes you it choose, makes you think it makes you think who who am I right now in God and what what gifting has God given me to do for him for this season in my life the scary part about that is this is that what you're currently doing may not be what you need to be doing right and time that, for some self-reflection and that is the yeah. scary part because what you're doing right now it may be wasting your time and you think that's what you're supposed to be doing but once you really start praying and seeking God and you say God what have you gifted me to do? What am I supposed to be doing? Yeah, you know, the, there's a there's a big time struggle there because we have to admit that I've got to change my life. And sometimes for me, I know the first two obvious things that came to my mind, and I was like, I, I, the more I thought about it, I was like, that's not it. That's not what it is. And then I kind of moved down to maybe the third thing. And that third thing has now become the the first thing, and that's what's turned me around and and you know kind of made things seem to make sense and there's been a lot more peace because of it i want to encourage some men out there that's listening to this that you say you know what maybe i'm not doing what i need to be doing right now what's the first step what's the first thing that you need to do if you're not doing what god's called you to do or you're not you know using your gifts first thing you need to do is pray right and you say god you need to lead me and guide me because if i'm going to alter my course and pivot where i am and start changing direction then god i've got to have your help and this is what i've always been told is that god's will is a series of open doors and when god's will is is made known in your life you're going to see a lot of doors open up but you've got to be willing to walk in the unknown and you got to be willing to step out by faith and go you know what i believe god's calling me to do this yeah Absolutely, man. I, it's. <clears throat> I think for us as men, like we sometimes we don't like to get in that quiet place, you know, to really, really sort those kind of things out. Right. Right. We rather just just keep going and keep going, and keep going. But man, take take that time, and to and ponder those things. Absolutely. Because it definitely, if you're like feeling really frustrated and you're always feeling aggravated, and you know, you just uh, there's there's just that feeling of. Um, dissatisfaction in your spirit, then you're probably not operating where God wants you to be. Right. Yeah. You're probably not operating in in the gifts that God has given you. So take take some time this week and pray pray about that and ask God. You know, you've given me some giftings. What what is it and how can I be used in that? And then start thinking about those things that maybe you're, you're doing just out of obligation or because you feel like you have to or, or whatever. And, uh, maybe you have to do some reevaluation like, uh, like Aaron did, right. you know? 
Psalms 57.2 says, I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. And then in Hebrews, it, it talks about God rewards those who diligently seek him. So like, if you're one of those people that's just not sure, maybe maybe this conversation has made you at least doubt, has <clears throat> cast doubt over you're just, now you're wondering, is what I'm doing the right thing? I, I do encourage you to pray, but pray with the faith to believe that God will send you the answers that you, you seek. It's not going to be a, a treasure hunt to try to find out what God wants you to do. Because for me, <laughs> for me, it was really just me taking the time to open my mind up to the, to the possibility that what I, was, what I was thinking was the most important thing wasn't. Because once I got to the place where I could open my mind to something different, it was obvious. And God, like, just put it in my spirit to where I was like, this is it. Moses was on the backside of a desert for 40 years. He was not doing what God called him to do. And what did God do? God caused a bush to become a flame, and it wasn't being consumed. Yeah. And he spoke to him, and he said, this is what I want you to do. But that bush was a symbol of what God was going to do in Moses' life. I'm going to set you on fire, and you're not going to be consumed because my spirit's going to engulf you. And there's a lot of men listening to this, and they feel like they don't have a purpose, and they're not doing what God's called them to do. It's going through the motion. Maybe this podcast right now is that flaming fire that God's sent a voice into your life saying, you know what, it's time to wake up, and I'm I'm putting you back on a course that you need to be on. Uh, Because if the enemy can get the men out of place, our homes are out of place, our marriages are out of place, and it all begins with our relationship with our Father. Yeah, <clears throat> and it and it may mean you shutting everything off. Yeah, because sometimes well, the reason we don't hear God speak is because there's there's too much noise. And where was Moses on the backside of a desert by himself? By himself. I've, um, for you for you men who've never um, heard of Mark Batterson, um, get his book Whisper. It is. I've been listening to the audio version of it, and it has been speaking to me so much. Does it whisper? It's very soft. Gentlemen, what you need to do. <clears throat> what what the book is practically about is talking about getting to a place in our life where we get the distractions out of our ear and we can we can really hear what God is telling us to do. Where we can really hear the voice of God. There's so many distractions as men, we 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 say it over and over because it's so true and it's so it, it, there will always be those distractions trying to take us away and trying to, you know, God's voice. Can he speak to us very loud and very audible? Absolutely. Does he most of the time? Not really. The enemy speaks to us just a little bit louder than what, what God does. And it's almost where he tries to mimic it and to where it confuses us where we think we've heard from God, but we really haven't because we're so busy that we don't we, we truly don't know when we have heard from God. And we're men anyway, so you know, my wife can be telling me something and I'm staring her right in the face. And then ten seconds later I'm like, I'm sorry, my mind was somewhere else. What did you say? Right. And she doesn't understand how this this is is possible. Men, you know you know exactly how it's possible. <laughs> but yeah. But it's the same way with God. Like we we say we want to hear from God, but we have to be intentional with that and be willing to 
do the uncomfortable thing, whatever that is, that, that quieting of all the noise around you is always going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. It's never like, Hmm, I just want to turn everything off. And you know, we, we can say that after every time you do it, after you do it, you feel great about it. But like going into it, it's just like, Oh, I was going through such a battle just a couple of weeks ago. Like really just feeling like battling this anxiety and this depression of really is like a spirit of heaviness. Like it was really dragging me down. I've opened up to you about it, Jonathan, and uh, just a lot of stuff going on in my mind. I mean, I was having some crazy thoughts like I'm it was nuts. And uh, my wife and I were sitting at the table, you know, um, after dinner and just she's like, what's going on? It's like, I can't explain it. And she asked me, have you prayed about it? And I said, no. No, I haven't. I haven't taken this to God because I'm, I'm the enemy was already in my mind. Like it's not going right. to matter, right? You know, it's 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 amazing. Like how we we can start to hear those voices from the enemy and think it's think it's of God. There's four voices in our life. There's a voice of God. There's a voice of others. There's a voice of Lucifer, and there's a voice of the flesh. And you got to be able to discern what voice is talking to you at all times. The Bible says when Jacob was left alone, he wrestled with God. And usually, men, when we can get alone with God, what you're talking about through prayer, because a lot of times we want to hear the voice of others. We hear the voice of our flesh. It's easier. Yes, it's because those voices are blaring. Yeah. But the voice of God. Um, there was something in our small group last night. Oh, man, I wish I had it because... Uh, it would be a great point right here. But the point was, is that uh, we talked about the trichotomy of man, uh, spirit, Ooh, soul, and body. Know, yeah, sorry. Sounds like a medical procedure. Yeah. Tracheotomy. Of- <laughs> Y'all pray for me. I got to have a trichotomy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the trichotomy of man is uh, uh, basically we're made up of three parts, soul, spirit, and body. And it was talking about how the soul and the body like when you don't feed the body, think about this. When you go without eating, your body is loud. It's saying, feed me, feed me, feed yes, me. Yes, mine does. Yeah. <laughs> the body and the soul are loud. But watch this. When you're not spiritually being fed, the spirit gets quiet. Your spirit doesn't cry out, give me more of the word. Give me more of the right thing to hear. You don't hear that. But the flesh and the soul, they cry out a lot louder. And it, it takes us getting alone with God in that quiet place and saying, God, I want to hear your voice. What are the values that need to be in my life? God, what have you gifted me to do? What's the purpose in my life in order for that spirit to cry out to God? And this is this is for whoever whoever's listening right now. No matter no matter your your age, no matter your marital status, you know, God still chooses you and God still has giftings for you whether it is you know an elder in the church and you're struggling with purpose still always remember there's a generation after you that needs your voice that needs your wisdom you know there there are men um, you know whatever your age group there are always somebody behind you that's looking up to you you know, there's a purpose in your life to help mentor and to help disciple and help raise up the next generation, right? And to pass, pass whatever, you know, the, the truth down and to be that example 
Um, you know, men, we, we, we need to raise up these younger men, right, right. after us. So, you know, don't, don't feel like, well, God's done with me. That, that What else is there to do? There is, as long as you're breathing, there's always something for you to do for God. I feel like this episode has been more about our purpose and our values than it has our <laughs> discipline. Maybe this I, is a prerequisite. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, it, it's really cool. I mean, we, guys, when we come in here to record these podcasts, like, <clears throat> of course, we had it had it all together like with the armor uh the armor of god because we knew we were going to talk about this specific thing so this is this is really our first podcast that we are what topic are we going to talk about and you know we just want god to flow in this you know well and i think understanding what your purpose is needs to be the prerequisite to absolutely because you may be trying to force discipline in areas that god is not in you know or you're you're a lot of your problems are because you're it, it's like those in the old, wrong area. It's like those old video games with the terrible graphics. You could like move your your little man or Mario or whatever against a wall, and he would still be walking or running, but just not moving. Yeah, because he was against the wall. Yeah, and that's what it's like sometimes. You know, we feel like, man, I'm working hard, I'm sweating, I'm doing all this, and nothing's happening. And you know, obviously, that produces its own frustration. But again, if we before we ever you know, look at our life and say, how can I do this better? We got to figure out what this is and what is those, what are those things that, you know, God is wanting us to put our time and effort into. Well, it's like, you know, I pick up the, I sat down and I was intentional about writing out all of these goals. Right. Okay. So I'm praying, okay, God, what is my purpose? Okay. I want you to do this. So I'm listening to the voice of God and I'm getting that direction. And like, what, what, what is it that this year I want to accomplish for you? Okay, so now I've, I've got my purpose together, and then we can start talking about the disciplines on how do we get there? How do we get to that point? What is it going to take, right? The football, when they start, you know, when the NFL season starts up, their number one goal is to get to the Super Bowl and to win, right? So then you got the daily disciplines, the daily practices, the daily, you know, trainings and this and that. We've got to, when the next episode, we'll, we'll start talking about those things. So I, I really like how we've started off with like finding out what is that purpose? It doesn't, what are you going to discipline yourself to accomplish is what it comes down. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, you know, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I, I really, I'm, we're really going to just start freestyling a little bit. And I like that. I feel like we're just, just, We've really stepped away from our scriptings in a sense, you know what I mean? Right. And really start talking from experience and, you know, we all have something to... And we're talking from the heart. Yeah, talking from the heart. I think it's, you know, hopefully all you men who are listening can 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 resonate with that, you know? I think we've all been in that position where we're like, what, God, what is it? God, you've, you, you've called me to do something, but what is it truly that you've called and designed me to do? I've struggled with that for years and I've always been my own worst enemy because I, instead of just shutting everything off and like my wife said at the table, well, have you really prayed about it? Yeah. I, you know, for a minute. Yeah. Right. I've thought about it. I thought about it, you know, but here we are. I thought you, about praying about it. I thought about, I prayed about <laughs> praying about it, but Jacob wrestled with God. Yeah. Jacob really, you know, he, I'm not leaving here until you bless me. Yeah. I think it's time for us men, and I'll speak for myself, it's time for, for, for Mark Rice to get that tenacity and say, God, I'm not leaving and I'm not letting you go 
until you bless me, until you truly, truly let me know and give me that revelation in my life, because I don't want to live another 39 years. Hopefully I'll live longer, but I want the next, I want the, I at least want the next 10 years. I'm going to focus on the next 10 years. I want to make sure that my forties are more impactful than my thirties. Yeah. Right. I want to make sure that my next 10 years are, are, we could write a book about it because it was purposeful and it was intentional. And all I did was chase the will of God and just God, whatever you want from me, whatever you want. There's a lot of men listening to have a lot of regrets. You know, you regret over the last 30 years and you regret over the last, you know, five years. It's like it's wasted time. And, uh, one of the reasons why is because you really aren't fulfilling that purpose. And, uh, I'm telling you, there's never a better time to start than right now. Absolutely. Especially when you start hitting that 40 mark, you know, that 45 year, even 50, you start looking back over your life and you start going, what have I accomplished? What have I done? Have I just worked to get a retirement? You know, there is no fulfillment in that. I'm telling you, there is no fulfillment in that idea of I'm just going to work to get a paycheck so that we can go on vacation this year. And we look forward to these uh, monetary values. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's there's more to life than just that. Yeah. I'm telling you, uh, of course, me and Mark, and I know several guys have read that book, Chase the Line. We read that last year, and it really changed our lives. And, uh, it really one, did. Once again, it was a Mark Batterson book. Yeah. And so <laughs> we started chasing the line, and we said, you know what? It doesn't matter. Uh, there's no obstacle too big for us this year. And uh, it was a lot of fun. When you live by faith, it's fun. I think last year, I'll look back 2018, and when I, I was writing out – you know, kind of like that highlight, you know, cause I, w- I wanted to, I wanted to remind myself, I wanted to write down something. So when I'm feeling down and I'm feeling like, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not, you know, succeeding or whatever. I'm going to look back, man, 2018, that's a pretty good year. Spiritually, you know, I would just, just see what God did through, through me. Um, just kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things and really gave me a new level of dedication and commitment. Um, man, it's exciting. Yeah. And, um, especially because the, the years before that were such a struggle, right? You know, I mean a real struggle living in the pit and not ever feeling like I would ever come out. 2018 was the years like, you know what? I'm in it. God, I'm, 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 I'm this, this has been a life changing year for me. 2018 was it's great to look back and celebrate where you've come from but don't celebrate too much no don't get comfortable right because celebration leads to comfortability um and so you have to be very careful with that and i'll I'll say this for all the younger men when we talk about purpose and you know if if there's dissatisfaction in your life then maybe you're not in your purpose um there's, there's some wisdom that will come with age, but there's a lot of people that say, you know, you, you should, you should want to, you should be employed somewhere where you just can't wait to get up and go to work, you know, and that's a dream that a lot of people have. And that's the reason they don't stay anywhere and they move from place to place is they're searching for something that's not realistic, you know, and, but there's a difference between fulfillment in, in, in a job or a career <clears throat> or a, a you know a life path that you take there's a difference because you know you can be in the purpose in, of God and and the, and the and the best job for you and still have bad days yeah 
and and experience and wisdom will teach you the difference between bad days and and I'm not where I need to be, you know. But for the younger guys, I know sometimes you you get impatient or you want, you know, to have this career like maybe your successful parent has, and you want that now. And there's a difference between what you have and what they have of probably about 30 years sometimes, or, you know, that you can't expect to just wake up one day and have something. And our society says you deserve that. But at the end of the day, again, even with a job or or career, it's got to be, what does God want me to do? Um, and, and be willing to say, you know, I could walk away from everything today if God called me. Now, like the disciples, Jesus walked up to him and said, follow me. And they, all 12 of them, dropped what they were doing. And, and no matter what their path in life was up to that point, right. they were willing to walk away from it all. And and knowing God's purpose for your life, it, it includes being willing to have it drastically changed and to be able to say there's nothing in my life more important than than following God right now. And even if that were to mean something that would, you know, just devastate you. And you, you, that's the way we think of it. Like, God, if, if I had to quit my job today, well, how would I, I'd lose my house. I, I, I just can't do it. <laughs> and, we, and, you know, but that's part of us getting to the place where nothing on this earth matters more than us being in the will of God. Right. I love it, man. I think, uh, I think we're going to be on to something with this. Uh, I think we came in here thinking this was going to be just a, a one shot, but I think we're going to turn this into a, couple different parts and uh guys i hope you're really enjoying this and um take to heart what what was shared on this this episode you know talking about finding your purpose getting to a place where you can truly hear from god so you can operate in 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 your calling and operating in those gifts and uh man share this with your friends man you know and uh we're going to catch you guys on our next uh our next installment i guess we'll start talking about practicing those daily disciplines so break it down break it down so guys be praying this week be praying over the next couple weeks asking god write it down write it down write those goals down you know in your diary in your yes dear diary (laughs) (laughs) guys thank you so much again for joining us here on the armor up 613 podcast where we are equipping men for the spiritual battleground because guys it's a battleground not a playground check us out on facebook twitter and instagram at the armor up 613 and at www.armorup613.com we'll check you on the next episode I used to have a uh, I used to have a Chevy Beretta. And, Excuse uh, me, say that again. A Chevy Beretta. I used to be that used to be my dream car. I'm kind of embarrassed to say that. But that no. used to be. <laughs> <laughs>